everybody, and welcome to another episode of Saved by the Credits Podcast. My name is Matt, as always, and I'm joined by another Matt, and this Matt is my next-door neighbor, Matt Vendetta. Hello. Hello. This is not the first time we record the intro to podcasts. Um, we start talking about this wonderful movie, Sarcasm, and uh, my computer gave me the blue screen of death, so we had to restart. Um, but pretty much, uh, the only thing we talked about was the... Beginnings of the issues of this film, and then Universal or Netflix shot us down. I don't know. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, let's play the trail really quick, and then me and Matt will discuss Rob Zombie's newest film from this year, The Monsters. love story ever told. Oh, I, I don't like the sound of that. Think of it. The brain of a super genius transplanted into the body of a perfect physical specimen. <laughs> I want a man that makes my blood run cold. A man that every time he enters my crypt, it's like a stake through my dead black heart. I can whip you up a humpy down in the lamb. Oh, no. Remember what happened last time? He was battered. I'm gonna go. Okay. I'm looking for a vision. A queen. True love. And what exactly do you want? Is Herman Munster in there? Uh-huh. I knew the moment I laid eyes on you that you were special. I understand if you don't feel the same. I'm just a regular gal living a boring, normal life. If there's one thing I know, is that the rest of the world melted away as soon as you appeared in my life. It seems Miss Lily is truly in love. Oh, come on, you know and I know that we gotta get rid of that bozo Herman Munster. <laughs> That's a strange way of saying hello. Oh, I guess we're gonna have to get used to it. Okay, so we just started getting into the nitty gritty of the movie and how it's a little bit of a struggle to watch. Like, it should have probably been an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is an hour and. 50 minutes, I think. It's an hour and Something. too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn, that was good. That's funny. So, it's a movie. Yes, it is. It is a, it is a movie. It is a film. It is a collection um, of motion picture. <laughs> I, so, I took notes. Like, copious amount of notes. Yes. Um, 
I, I do want to say the set design was really neat. Yeah, it's, I wanted to put down positives, right? right? And my one positive was lighting is incredible. That's that's <laughs> the only positive. <laughs> I, I, I do have to give him props. For, for a show that was in, only in black and white, we're not going to talk about the... Um, the 80s. I was like, not just the 80s, but the remember when they did that Jerry O'Connell Mockingbird Lane thing that I... Uh, can, can we t- talk we about that? We will talk really about quick? that. We'll talk. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's go to that real quick. Yeah. Um, so I grew up 90s TV land. Mm-hmm. My dad raised me on TV land. So it was like Gilligan's Island, The right. Munsters, Adam's Family, all of that. I was really big into The Munsters growing up. Right. Um, so I had like the VHS tapes of Munster Go Home, um, all of that stuff. And so when I heard about them rebooting the monsters for thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. Right. I was really excited. Yeah, it's exciting. Um because I love to see classics reiterated, like doing a, a reinterpretation of them. So to right. me, that was actually a really cool way of reintroducing the idea of the characters. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty. It was a really nice like I hate using the word gritty because everyone uses the word gritty yeah. now. Yeah. But it was it was it was a very much like a almost like a dark gritty set in sort of a reality type thing. Reality based. So I could yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. They but tried. They tried. Um just like Rob Zombie tried. <laughs> um so set design and lighting was really neat. Yes. Yes. It seemed like it seemed like a very long Rob Zombie music video. Yes. Without the music. And the nudity. It, it, <laughs> I don't know. So here's here's what here's how I, I, I feel. Um, Rob Zombie, when he announced it, was super excited. He was excited for it. Right, because he was also a huge He's fan. He's a huge fan. A huge he fan did the song Dragula, right. which is the name of the Munster's race car in the movie Munster Go Home. So he's super big fan of it. He sort of has like this very sort of um, like his aesthetic on stage is very much like a sort of like a punk industrial rockabilly type thing. Agreed. And very theatrical. Yes. Yes. And I've noticed in the scene, um, the the rockabilly punker kids people they usually go towards the monsters. Where like the gothy kids sort of go towards the Adams family. That's true. So for Rob yeah. to do the monsters seemed very natural because he's a big fan. Mm-hmm. The movie, I, I should have known from the trailer. You know, it's a nice, nice hint there. We saw the teaser. The teaser was great because the teaser was just the black and white intro yeah, from the show. It's what you knew already. So it kind of, to me, it kind of set up something that was not delivered. That wasn't there. Agreed. You know, of course they used that actually the same exact thing in the actual movie at the end. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. But like, I think what me, you, probably a lot of people were looking for was that throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Like this was an origin film. This right. was uh, hey, this is how Herbert Munster was created and how he met Lily. And, and here's the thing. like I don't know if anybody, everybody wanted that. <laughs> like, no. It's like you could have did 20 minutes on that. Right. Not an hour-ish of yeah. it. it. It seemed like they were just trying to fill up time with the story. Right. The, the, the Herman Munster name origin story, that... 
<laughs> that could have all just been done within the first 10 minutes of the movie. They could have done... Do you remember back when, when they did like the Brady Bunch movie? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They could have done that kind of scenario where it's the Munsters, but they're in 2022. Oh, that would have been great. Right. Yeah. Like, they, you know, something crazy happens and if they want to do like... um, I just watched the Beavis and Butthead new movie on Paramount okay. Plus where they actually time travel. I'm like, uh, okay, to 2022 and it was funny. They could have did something like that. I'm sure Rob could have figured out something where, you know, they they they, they don't understand what goth is and like all this stuff and they, right. that would have been very interesting, yeah. you know. Um uh, Lily. Let's 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 talk Lily. Let's talk about yeah, Sherry Lily played by uh Sherry Moon Zombie. Um of course Rob puts her in most of his films and I say in most of his films she does a very good job. It was Aesthetically, she looked great. Yes, the part was great. The hair, the makeup, everything was set. the um, The voice, though, very rough. Voice could have used some more work. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with with the Sherry Moon Zombie, she's a great actress in a lot of the other movies. Yeah. But I feel like Rob sort of suffers from the Tim Burton effect, where right. he uses the, the same Colin. actors over and over and over. Whereas Tim uses really good actors because they can disappear into their role. Right. You're watching the monsters. You see Lily. It's Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah. Um, the voice could have used a lot of work. Her mannerisms. It seems like she only picked up two or three from the show. Yeah. And stuck with those. Right. With the hands and how she um, manipulated them and everything. Right. Right. I did see that in, from. And like you said, those ones were good, and they probably like we'll just stick to those because that's your strengths and play to your strengths. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I appreciate, but but right, yeah. Um, they they just they they could have. It seemed as though she was embodying or channeling Elvira. Yes, yes. It was a very much a I'm going to play a perky Elvira. Perky Elvira with the you know it's infatuated with Herman and just oh her, like it's. Pretty much what it was, then mm-hmm. it's it's, yeah. And I get that you know source material. They were very much in love. They were this, you know, they were you know a, a, a head over heels in love, husband and wife. I get that. Right. But I feel like she just was one note. She was mm-hmm. one note through the whole movie. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, I know you can do better. Yeah, she definitely could do better. It's very one dimensional. Um. I mean, she had her moments, you know, in the beginning Absolutely. with, with uh, pretty much he looks like he looked like Nosferatu. Orlock. Orlock, yes. Which um. was the character's name in the movie Nosferatu. Oh, my God. Okay. I I get it now. That makes sense. It was cracked me up when he showed him pictures of his rats. Like, <laughs> like, see, that's that's the humor I appreciate. There's a lot of humor that was like. Yeah, they're doing the bad puns with Herman, and I get in. It's funny, and I laughed a lot of those. But there was just like stuff like that that like just was so stupid but good. Campy. It was very overly campy. Yes, the camp was good when it was good. Yes, um, because you know, for for material like this, for characters like this, you need the camp because that's what made them lovable right and i i know if there are um well we know there's gonna be plenty of people complaining about this but if people say that well it was it was overly corny i'm like well you gotta know what the original is because I, I feel like 
Like, I know enough about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched a good amount of episodes, like you said, on TV land and watching that, the Brady Bunch, you know, everything like that. But I think there's a lot of people out there that this might be the first time they're seeing anything with the monsters. And right. that's could be a very bad thing, but it could be a good thing for making them like, OK, so what was your show about? And maybe they go back. We'll hopefully go back and watch it. Right. Which is well, what I'm hoping. Agreed. Um, I would I would suggest you watch the TV show first. Yes. Before you dive into this, um, because unlike the Adams Family movies, which were amazing, yes, you oh, could so watch good. those and just take that as canon and take that as yeah. this is the Adams Family and never watch the show. Yeah. You could do that easily. This, however, you need to see the show first. Yeah, you need to know who these characters are because if not, you're not going to get like like when you saw when we saw the dragon and we're like, oh my god, it's a spot, and then like literally what. Five minutes later, like, oh, what should we name it? And, like, that's, like, a little, like, you know, nod to, like, the people that have watched the show. Right. I, I got super excited when they mentioned the monster in the sewers. Um, because in the show, if you've seen it, the monsters keep their pet dragon spot under their stairs. Right. So when they were like, oh, it's spot, I was like, all right, cool. We have there's, one thing. There's something. Because that's, I think that's the biggest thing is everybody was concerned, like, why have they showed Eddie at all? But then they didn't understand mm-hmm. the premise of the movie is like, this is origin. Like this is the, the unneeded origin of how they bet. Yeah. You know? And I was like, okay, we'll probably see him a little bit later. And then I'm like, Oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh no. They're not nope. doing that. Okay. Nope. Not even, not even a hint of Marilyn. Right. Which. Right. Oh my God. I forgot about her. Completely. Which if you remember in the show, she was their niece. Their yeah. human niece. Right. How how are they going to if if Rob is going to do another movie, which probably won't happen, right. how was he intending to set that up? I don't know. Because like, they've done a clear job of saying, like, we're monsters. We are supernatural, not humans. Right. Yeah, how are you gonna say, Hey, by the way, and just like all of a sudden knock on the door and be like, Oh hey, I'm your human niece, which right. I guess I could get away with, but um, yeah, that's the, something you just mentioned is, well, I mean, because I guess before we continue on, we can talk about Herman. Um, so, okay, I think, again, aesthetically, maybe not exactly what I wanted, but enough of the original on there. It's kind of reminds, reminds me of Michael Myers, where they recreate what they shouldn't recreate and keep the original, but, like, the newest current Michael Myers is the closest to the original, and I kind of was thinking now about Herman. Like, they have, like, the eyebrows and the top of his head correct, and he his body looks very Herman, mm-hmm. and then again, the voice thing comes out again, and the voice is kind of what... Kills me a little bit. I think that um, so Jeff Daniel Phillips is who played Herman. He's been like again, like you said, in Rob's like um, roller decks of actors that he uses for all of his movies. So you know he's the sleazeball um, strip club owner in Halloween too. He's been like pretty much anything you can think of in the Rob Zombie universe. So he's Herman Munster, and I think he did a very good job with his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. He buying him very well it's just the the voice i just couldn't it felt it's, it's it was like a really 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 good cosplay yes that's how i felt when i would see him on screen i'm like it's not <clears throat> quite uh, it's hard like because they couldn't made a ca- carbon copy and still like the voice just really killed it for so me. the voice uh, 
again, yeah, the voice. Because the original Herman Munster was Fred Gwynn, who, if you haven't seen him outside of the Munsters, is the judge on My Cousin Vinny. Oh, my God, that's right. I completely forgot about that. And that voice is iconic. Yeah. That is an iconic voice that I think not even the most adept impersonators could pull off. Right. You can get close, but you can't get perfect. Right. And I think for a character like Herman, who's who who most of his humor comes from his voice and what he says, you needed to have that that particular voice. Now there were moments where it came out exactly that's herman i heard it i was like okay so that's why rob saw him in this okay aside from the square jaw we kind of just lose herman yeah um same grandpa right same with the grandpa the actor who played grandpa on the show that very distinct voice it was a little nasally a Mm -hmm. little whiny this one very deadpan yeah yeah. Very not. It, it wasn't. It wasn't what you know fans of the show would expect. Yeah, it was just very normal, kind of really like just the same thing. Like I know that actor as well. My his name escapes me, but uh, it was actually kind of funny because he, along with um, Hurley from, they were both um, both on Lost, who plays Igor. So it's kind of funny that both Grandpa and Igor both Lost alumni. So. Well, um, Igor was <clears throat> so Hurley plays a character called Floop. Sorry, Floop. That's why I meant. I think the Hunchback threw me off. Yeah, the that's hunch, it. That's every, it. Yeah, um, Igor was the bat, which right. apparently <laughs> was a human at one point. It's just, and they were just like, he's a bat now, and that was that was it. That was it. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And is that something that this Rob just kind of like, oh, let's make this fun little thing. Yeah. Sure. Okay. That's good enough for me. It's a side character. Cool. Because like, when, when the movie started, in the beginning of the movie, Grandpa wakes up. And let's just touch on the back cracking. <laughs> I felt that. It, it That actually sounded really good. Like it's if, if It was like it actually happened to me. Yes. Right. Agreed. <laughs> I, that, that's something everyone can feel and connect to. Um, but when he said, you know, where's Igor? I was expecting a bat. So when the old man showed up, I was just yeah. like, mm, okay, yeah. where yeah. are we going with this? Right. And then we got the bat in like the last 20 minutes. So, the right. They paid it off, which, you know, at least there's, there we go. there's just like two things that are like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you're like, well, where, where's this movie going after they fall in love? And they get married very quickly. Very, very, very quickly. quickly. It was a Disney marriage. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> It was literally like, it, and then well, they started looking for a house, and then this is the fun part because they call this real estate agent, and it is uh, Cassandra Peterson, aka Elvira, in a bright pink, like pant. Well, was it a pantsuit? No, but like she was in like pink dress clothes. Which, it was like Dolores Umbridge. Yes, from Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes, it, exactly. It very pink. And. Of course, both of us right away were like, as soon as you start to talk about iconic voices, right. as soon as you heard her open her mouth, you realize it was her. Because she's like, she looks completely different in real life with the right. red hair. Um, you know, she doesn't wear black all the time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was fun when she was like, oh, I'm going to this Halloween party afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing something you might not expect. And then she's pretty much, I mean, she dresses as a witch. Green face. Yes. But no other paint on her skin. No. Yeah. Interesting. If you're gonna do a wi- green, if you're gonna do a green witch, you have to commit. Yeah, I full wonder. body green paint. Did they do that maybe because of Herman? 
Maybe. It's Which, possible. Another thing. Sorry, we're jumping around. No, I jump. You, I jump um, out all the time on this thing. Herman was too green. Yeah. Herman was too green. Um, anytime that they've colorized the monsters, he's always more of like a blue, like a pale bluish green. Um, so he was too green. He's more like Oogie Boogie or Frankenstein, you know, like they tried to like, um, I wonder if it was like, I would always think about this. Is is it issues with green screen that they were like, ah, crap, you know, it could have made him bluer that could have, but I do know that this movie was filmed entirely on location in Romania. Oh wow. Question mark. I yeah. I think it's Romania. So, I know that there wasn't a lot of green screen use. Yeah. Um because a lot of the sets were built like that neighborhood Mockingbird Heights. Yeah. Um that was all built just for the movie. I would to say I was very impressed with that. Like that yeah. looked really really good, especially the house looked incredible. The house is a character in its own right. Exactly. You know? Um, of course, they don't. They just don't spend enough time there. And I remember as a kid, like I would always watch Adam's Family and Monsters, you know, here and there. Not and, and probably Batman with Adam West. And I was always interested in like the Batcave and you know Mockingbird Lane and 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 like the like and the same thing with the Adam's Family house of just like oh there's like secret compartments and there's all this stuff. It's really cool. Right. I'm like and stay with the monsters and I'm like. We see the house. It looks incredible. They make a big deal about them buying the house. And then they just show them sitting in it. And then nothing else really for the rest of the movie. I'm just like, the audience gets really excited. We got all the way Mm -hmm. here. And then it's just like kind of falls flat. Grandpa kind of summed it up when they're sitting on the couch. And he just says, now what? (laughs) Right. Because we're here. We're at the house. You want to talk icon. Yeah. The Munster's house is iconic, yeah. just like the Adams family and the bat the Wayne Manor. Yeah. I would like a backstory on the house. Right. Who built it in the first place? Why did they build it? Yeah. Who's buried there? Right, because they like with um the real estate agent said, Oh, well, there's one house, but there's some things we have to take care of with that. That wasn't revisited. No. That was a hint to that. I was like, Oh, cool, you know. Um I can say though, when I got the house, I think it was at least my favorite part of the movie. It might it might have been yours, where um, they have this, you know, they have this giant Halloween, you know, trick or treaters and party at night. Yeah. But the the best part was the next morning. <laughs> the that, next morning, and I think that is going to be a video, a clip, a gif throughout the next like however many Halloweens. Yes, that will relive on of when Herman walks out to go to work and he realizes the whole neighborhood is now normal and non Halloween. And there's just kids and lemonade and bikes and bicycles and neighbors mowing their lawns. And he's like, he's freaking the fuck out. Mm. I was like, I I felt that. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, (laughs) it's going to be one of those memes where it's like October 31st, November 1st. He literally, Rob Zombie literally did a two minute version of that. Yeah. And it was great. I thought that was, that was was my favorite part by far. But I have notes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Do it. So first of all. Let me see if I can find this. Because going going back to the whole house thing, mm-hmm. originally, Lily and Herman were living in the castle that Grandpa owned. Right. Herman signed the deed off to the gypsy woman, um, who I can't remember her. Is it Zoya? I think it was Zoya. Zoya. I okay, guess that's Zoya. correct. I'm married to a contract lawyer. 
So I've heard n- contracts this, contracts that, ad nauseum. I was with him while he was in law school okay. going through contracts. That's not how contracts work. <laughs> right. Herman was not the owner of the castle or the deed. Right. He just he just met Lily and they just were, were about to get married when he signed it. Right. Yeah. They, he, he signed the deed over before they got married. Right. He has no legal claim to the castle. So how they did that, that now maybe laws are different in Transylvania. <laughs> That's probably Rob's answer, I don't I'm sure. know the property law of Transylvania or how castles are transferred. <laughs> so I could just be blowing smoke out of my ass. I don't know. No, you make but that point. bothered me. Yeah. No, you make a very good point because either, either Lily or Grandpa, well, I guess he's not Grandpa yet, right? Um, no. It was Lily or the Counts. Mm-hmm. We're the owners of the house, so Herman like has nothing to do with it. So I didn't even think about that because I'm just like, oh, this is a throwaway thing to have the brother there, and like he's really barely in it at all, and that was kind of weird. And I was like, okay, you know, like I really feel a lot of people are just gonna—is that like Teen Wolf or something? Right? Because <laughs> that's what he reminded me of. Like it was Michael J. Fox all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was very much a. I mean. They they have a couple throwaway lines of oh that's Lily's brother right you know he's hint hint like a gambler and he gets into trouble with owing people money okay cool we could have done without him but he was mm-hmm. the vehicle that they used to get them out of the castle and into the Munster's house right um, the other thing that I had an issue with is do they not know what Halloween is I yeah hundred percent they have no idea because I mean now granted. Again, I don't know anything about Transylvania culture. Yeah. Um, October 31st, pretty standard date around the world. Everyone oh, knows October yeah. 31st. Halloween has traveled quite a bit. Like, everyone, a lot of countries celebrate Halloween. Yeah, and I feel like, it, obviously, it might, not, it might not be the same with trick-or-treating and all that, but like I feel between Christmas and Halloween, they're the most like celebrated holidays right. like everything else there's different versions of their easter and then obviously labor day independence day all that but yeah like i feel like everybody knows and if they didn't know a lot of these movies have celebrated it right um so they don't know what halloween is but there should i'm assuming there would be a halloween equivalent in transylvania yeah in their town which is full of monsters. Right. But then again, it could Rob could just be pulling a whole opposite day thing, where since every day is Halloween to them, they don't celebrate a particular Halloween day. They might celebrate a normal human day. Right, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Exactly, okay. Um, and again, also, the time, the year that the movie was set in could have been the reasoning behind that, because maybe Halloween didn't travel from America yet. Yeah. Halloween as we know it today. Yeah. But again... Rob did not set any of that up for us, so we're sort of just left floundering trying to put figure it out pieces together. Because that would have been a funny thing where it would have been like, oh, they're spelling Halloween, and they're like, oh, you're celebrating like uh, Warlock Day, yeah, right. like as a joke, like, oh, and Halloween. Warlock Day is when like, you know, like humans come and scare them, like uh, you know, that would that would have been funny because we're like, oh, I get it. Instead, right. they were just like. Oh, I don't know what that is. Like, oh, okay. Right, like Halloween where we dress in suits and ties. Like, yeah. You know, could could have made a joke about it. But speaking of jokes, do drop in. 
that funeral was home. that was pretty damn good. It took me a minute. I have to admit, <laughs> I got it and I felt shame because it took me forever to get it. <laughs> so that you and you mentioned it to me and I was just like, oh, <laughs> there's. I mean, a lot of obvious puns and a lot of unobvious puns, right? Um, which I always, I always really appreciate. Um, I thought the one you brought up was really good because they had like a, I guess like a strip club and it said like, um, what uh, dead dead live girls, dead live girls. dead girls, and you said it should have been living dead girls, right? And that, that would have been so much better. But I guess maybe Rob's like, ah, I don't want to talk about my, you know, it might be hint, hint, to wink, wink. But yeah. he did, he did mention a song he did, the nightclub zombie a go go. That is the title to a song That's right. on Captain Clegg, That's his a, Halloween album. That's exactly right. Why did I freaking forget that? Well, I was I that's have a perfect. Halloween playlist, and I was okay. listening to it today, yeah. and it was one of the songs that yeah, came out. So yeah. it was sort of fresh. It was, it was in there, yeah. Um, oh, that's, okay. I appreciate that. So we that. could have done yeah. Living Dead Girls. It, it, yeah, would have been right there. Would have been great. Yeah. Damn, Rob. Um, Again, he he... I feel like he he overpromised but underdelivered. He definitely underdelivered, and it's a shame because like I saw him in concert this summer, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. And like you said, like you said, theatrical. He had like these creatures coming on stage, and and like every video background, like you had to fight between watching him perform and watching that because mm-hmm. it's very interesting. But he kept, and I heard this throughout the whole tour. He would play the trailer for the monsters mm-hmm. during the tour, like during the, the show, mm-hmm. and take a quick like I guess wardrobe break. So like. Obviously, he's proud of it, but right. like, there was a lot of hype, and then there was a lot of negative hype because mm-hmm. it was announced that oh, it's going to be on Netflix. It's not going to be in theaters, which I don't know. Like that didn't really bother me personally because then I'm like, well, if it sucks, I'm not going to be paying for it. Right. And <laughs> I hate the leaving trip. the house, so yeah. if I can sit in my pajamas, which I am, I'm in my pajamas in your house. Yeah, it's just fun watching this, so I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Um, but you're right. He he hyped it up. I was hyping it up to people yeah. when I found out that Rob Zombie was doing the monsters before the teaser, before the actual trailer. Right, right, right. When I found out, I was hyping it up. I was like, "Oh my god, Rob Zombie's doing the monsters!" Yeah, it's perfect marriage in my eyes. Right. Yeah. Went into this whole spiel about how he's such a big fan of it and how he's going to do it justice. The teaser came out, the black and white intro. Mm-hmm. With Lily, Herman, and Grandpa. Going through the door, yeah. Um, I was hyping that up. I thought it was great. I thought it was clever. They got the mannerisms down. And then the trailer came out. Mm-hmm. The trailer came out. I saw it on Reddit. I had to close my phone <laughs> and just kind of pace around the living room for about five minutes. <laughs> Before carefully crafting apology texts to uh, everybody that I told about the movie to. Uh, it was... The trailer hurt. Yeah, it was... I feel after that, I was like, okay, I know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it. Right. But I'm not like... To me, like... To me, like, Hocus Pocus 2 this Friday, big deal. Yes. Halloween ends uh, in a couple weeks, big deal. Mm-hmm. This was more like a... Oh, they're doing a... Like, it's a special episode of, like, Modern Family or something. Right. <laughs> like, like, something like that. Like, it's a Halloween episode, which I like, I adore when mm-hmm. that shows I love had Halloween episodes. Like, Community's episodes are really good, too. The Boy Meets World Halloween oh, episode. Of course. The, the killer in the school. Yep. Jennifer Love Pfefferman. I, I, <laughs> yes. The pencil. The whole thing. 
Feeny gets stabbed in the back with scissors. Oh, it's it's the best. Feeny. Oh god. It's yeah. I I will go back and watch that. Yeah, and it goes from like really funny to like. I remember being creeped out when I was oh, younger. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I didn't watch horror until I was like fourteen. I was a late bloomer with it, but that I didn't realize I was watching horror when I watched that episode. Right. Creepy, very creepy. Right up there with the um, "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode with the ghost in the pool. Oh, yeah. Red, drippy, yep. ground beef ghost. I remember watching that with my mom, and she was like, kind of like, why are we watching? Like, because it, um, I, I've been watching Are You Afraid of Dark and Goosebumps recently, mm-hmm. and a lot of Are You Afraid of Dark, like, they really, like, pushed oh, the line. They went in. Oh, yeah. Goosebumps I, was more of a, was like, you know. Tongue in cheek horror. Yeah. And, yeah. like, they do, they do a good job, but yeah, it's like, Ari Frey Dark didn't give a shit at I, all. I feel like they were they 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 I feel like the producers of that show talked to their kids and was like, Hey, what nightmares have you had recently? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. tell me about these nightmares while you're on acid. Yeah. Little eight year old child. <laughs> like they went in and they didn't hold back, which I appreciated. Yeah. Um Which goes to show it can be done. I'm like It can. It, it, and it's it's a shame because, like, uh, speaking of Are You Afraid of Dark, this is a good example I can tie in into Monsters. They rebooted Are You Afraid of Dark recently. I have watched it, and the first season of it was very good. Really? Yeah, it was um, the first season. It's literally... <laughs> thanks, Lang. It's uh, it's three episodes, but they're like an hour-ish long, 45 oh, nice. minutes long. And um, um, my girlfriend, Lauren, who is very much into horror, I'm probably listening right now. Um, hello. Um... She's very hesitant of like remakes and reimaginings, mm-hmm. as am I. But I give it a little bit more of like, all right, let's mm-hmm. see. You know, I'm like, I'm like, listen, I know how you feel about Afraid of Dark. You're, it's just as special as it is to me. And mm-hmm. all the '90s kids, I'm like, please sit down and watch it. And she was like, wow, this is actually good. I'm like, I know. I will have to either watch it while Phil isn't home, yeah. or convince him to watch it <laughs> because we have different tastes in TV shows. So. Right. Watching stuff like that with him, it's kind of like a just watch the damn show. Yeah, no, I understand completely. Um, and I was just I was shocked when I watched it because I was like, it's it was on Nickelodeon like two years ago, and I'm like, Nickelodeon's not what it was, obviously. <laughs> and I'm like, they're just going to use the old property and do that. And it, it's I, whoever decided to make it, like, and they had a second season, and it was it was pretty good, but it wasn't as good as the first one. And then there was a third one that just came out I haven't watched yet. But to me, it goes to show you they put what I think a pretty solid um, like it was three episodes you put together. It's a movie mm-hmm. on cable television mm. and it was good based off an original property and they did a good job and, and, and Rob, I think for the monsters just kind of maybe had too much ideas and then had to start cutting stuff. And, and then like, was like, well, I'm not going to get rid of the house. I'm not going to get rid of them getting to the house. I'm not going to get rid of them getting married. I'm not going to get rid of like that part. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to get rid of, you know, these, these, these building blocks here. But then when he, it's like, Jenga. He took some other pieces out. Mm-hmm. Becomes a little bit more unstable. You know. I feel like Rob needs a wrangler, someone to pull the reins in a little bit. Yeah. Because realistically, the whole first half of the movie could have been like a 10, 15 minute montage. Oh, hundred percent. Um, you know, just they they could have shown Lily meeting Herman, Herman and Lily getting married. You know, Herman being created. They could have shown these different things yeah. happening within the first ten minutes. 
get to us going to the house and setting up their life. Yeah. The movie should have ended with Lily getting pregnant. Yeah. And like, oh, who's, what should we call him? And then they show like, um, I don't know, like something on the door that says like Eddie something. And right. they're like, oh, okay. And then they play the music and, and there you go. Boom, done. Right. Um, and it sets it up kind of, it, it, it would set up for a kind of a prequel to the show. And then you can yes. watch the show. Um, the the other thing, we were talking about montages. I just mentioned montage. The montage that they had in the movie with Lily and Herman dating. Set two, I Got You Babe by Sonny and Cher. Yeah. Sang, sung, sang, is it singed? Sung? Sung? Yeah. Sung. Sung by Lily and Herman in full Sonny and Cher garb. Right. Mustache and long hair and everything. Loved it. I thought it was great because the camp. Yes. Because of the camp. They fully, it's so camp that I've noticed they released it as a single on vinyl. (sighs) Yeah. Did they? Waxwork. Waxworks did. Yeah. And they just released the uh, full album for the Monsters too. And it's like, and I, I texted Lauren. I said, should I wait to watch the movie before I buy it? Because I'm like, I have like, I actually just got like Halloween 4 and 5 on vinyl. And I'm like, I, you know, I, if I want horror soundtracks, I want it to be movies that I really, really right. like. And I'm like, what if the movie sucks? I just don't want it. I was like, I got to see what's on this vinyl now. I got to see. I I'm feel like commit. the soundtrack to the Monsters is its own entity because mm. the soundtrack in the movie was great. They had a lot of good musical moments. They oh, had yeah. a lot of great like cues and, you know, different sound bites, which I thought were fun. Yeah. I feel like it was a completely different soundtrack to a completely different movie though. At some points. Yeah. It was kind of like a mix of, um, I don't even know, but you're right. Like uh, generic horror at some points. Um, I was like, if you played a soundtrack for me, I don't think I could tie it to Rob Zombie. And I really thought there was going to be moments. And I watched the credits, and there was two songs that he was involved with writing. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not looking for a carbon copy of, um, you know, anything from any of his albums. You know, like, never going to stop. I don't, I don't want that. Right. But... Like I thought we were gonna get like a Rob Zombie version of the theme. Like Yeah. Play during the credits or something. Right. Or like some sort of and I'm like, Oh, um, okay. Like it, it's to me it's the least amount Rob Zombie that he's done. Which I think is disappointing because when yeah. he did House of a Thousand Corpses, when he did The Devil's Rejects, when he did the Three from Hell, he created music based around those characters. Yeah. He has a song called The House of a Thousand Corpses. He has a song called The Devil's Rejects. Right. I don't know if he has a song dedicated to the three from I hell. Don't know. But he does a very good job of crafting his music around his characters for those movies. Yeah. And I was kind of expecting something like that with this. Since he was such a big self proclaimed fan. Yeah. What did he did something about like Mockingbird Lane or pretty much anything tying into it. Or even if we just got a callback to Dracula, you know? Yeah, they could have played like two seconds of the song and then it just drives down the road and right. you're like, ah, I get it. Right. You know, like, Easter aha, eggs. like aha moment. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if we're going to get a director's cut and then we're going to find out three years from now that something happened. Cause remember like when the, it got announced and Rob like went online and he was mm-hmm. like, I don't know why everybody's freaking out. This was planned from the beginning. Mm-hmm. He had defend, he defended himself. He did. Because he didn't want to hear about it. And I understand that. But 
there's that's I feel like there's something more to the story. I don't you think know. There's a Snyder cut of the monsters. <laughs> <Could you> imagine <laughs> it's like Eddie. And he's covered in blood and like. Oh, you know, uh, Eddie's the secret love child between Lily and Otis. <laughs> That'd be really good. Uh, but yeah, I just. Oh, I think Rob. for me another factor was now it sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm. No, I'm I, talking. I'm it complaining, out. but whatever. Um. There was no warmth to the characters either. Yeah. Whenever they okay. interacted with each other, the line delivery, I have actually line delivery ellipses. Oof. <laughs> because the line deliveries were just so flat. They were so flat and they didn't have any sort of warmth to them. Yeah. Herman and Grandpa for like the first half of the film were just so mean to each other. Yeah. Which I get like is sort of their dynamic. Right. I get it. It's his daughter and you can play into that. You can... You know, put that in any scenario, but then they're just like. But they were. It was mean spirited, yeah. yeah. and there wasn't any sort of warmth between the characters. And at yeah. points, it felt like they were acting in different movies. Right. Like, it felt like Grandpa was playing his character straight for the most part. Um, Herman was actually trying to be a Herman, and Lily was just sort of doing her thing. Yeah, off in her own world, and just kind of getting lost of her grand entrances and whatnot that they kept talking about which or showing her entrances iconic if i could do that everyday life i would <laughs> i would love a fog machine and a slow moving ramp to convey me into a room right um because i'm lazy <laughs> but it, it just seemed like a lot of time was spent on um moments in the movie that rob could point to and be like look this is beautiful mm-hmm. this is a beautiful shot like yes rob zombie it is a beautiful shot but there's no sustenance. There's there, there's no, con- there, there's nothing concrete yeah. to make it. There's no substance. There's nothing there yes. to like latch onto. And, and like, I think that's where it's like is it becoming. Is it because he's been a filmmaker for so long? He's starting to lose some of that like edginess he had. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know. Like, um, I just recently watched um, like Lords of Salem a couple months ago. And like, there's a lot with that that like is still really good, and he uses the town as a character in its own right, which mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. And I'll probably be watching it again, right? Um, coming up, um, but right, like, it just like you said, beautifully shot. There was a lot of great moments visually. Mm-hmm. It was very pretty, which I didn't think was I was gonna because I was like, ah, it's gonna be color, but uh, it's okay because there was some monsters in color, but. That, yeah, he excels very well when it comes to that. But the you would think because a lot of the other characters he has written right. have been great. Obviously, we just talked about you know the Devil's Rejects and I quote Mama trilogy. Firefly on an almost daily basis. Oh, she's great. She's a great, great character. I Mama Firefly, Baby Firefly, yeah. Otis. I'm Willy Wonka, <laughs> and this is my fucking chocolate factory. <laughs> I quote those characters more times than anybody should because they're so great. Yeah, those first two movies. Three from Hell. Have not seen it yet. Yeah, it's just, for me, Devil's Rejects was such a great movie mm-hmm. and great ending that I just didn't want to see anything, really. Yeah. So I'll just leave it that. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. I just didn't think it was necessary. But again, it's Rob's characters. It's Rob's vision. If he thinks there's need to be a third one, that I mean, he's a director, Let right? It Let it happen. It, it's It's... It's not like the studios were asking. I feel like by now he's like, hey, I want to do... Yeah, sure. 
I don't think anyone was asking for any of those movies, by the way. No, I no. think Rob was just like, I'm going to make a movie. Yeah. Which, great. That's how a lot of good movies happen. Not the monsters. Not the monsters. And that's why I think the problem is they were expecting, oh, we're going to get a Rob Zombie movie about the monsters. It built, it's built, an audience is already built in of two different um two different people. yeah and the problem is it, it doesn't fulfill the, the rob zombie fans mm-hmm. and it doesn't fulfill the monster fans and then we have people like me who you know you and i were, were fans of both mm-hmm. kind of left us feeling feeling a little cheated Lenny was hung himself it's Poor Lenny. yeah yeah but i feel like and like by the end of the movie we were saying like i feel like i just watched a pilot a very long unedited pilot for a show, for a mm-hmm. streaming service, and then it, the, it's just going to get canceled. We're not going to see any of those others, but maybe that's what Rob wanted. He doesn't want to have Eddie. He doesn't want to have, you know, the the week to week hijinks of the monsters. Um, what was interesting was, in speaking of the Adams family, the newer animated one, which I was like, I don't know, whatever. I guess I'll watch it. It's actually pretty good. They had a new animated one. Well, the one they did like two years ago. No, no. no. <laughs> um, they did. Um, I don't. I didn't buy it, but they they had it where it's like um, it's in the style. I think it's the same company that did like Dominions or whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, with like okay. Snoop Dogg was cousin it, the, and yeah, okay. those the ones. Movie, yes, movie yes, anime. yes, yes. Okay. So like, the I went in. There was grandma. Yes, I remember that <laughs> yes. little tidbit. And I went into him thinking like. Yeah, whatever. But they did exactly what we were just talking about. It's, it starts out with Morticia and Gomez. They are not married. Mm-hmm. They literally do like a 10-minute like thing of like, oh, here's Lurch, here's this and that. And then, then they go into the Adams family 10 minutes in. And it was actually pretty good. They made a second one. I don't, I don't They do a road trip movie with them, and it just doesn't work because the whole – what's funny is the whole plot of that first movie is them moving – to a neighborhood oh it's on a hill <laughs> and it's in a development where everybody's normal and everybody's like you know uh clean cut scheduled and girl scouts and all that which is very similar to what we just saw in the right. monsters but that was very interesting because like fester would show up and cause hijinks i think nick kroll voice fester i think you're right um but like i like remember finishing the movie and i'm like Okay, yeah, they had where Cousin It did a rap and it was Snoop Dogg. And, uh, whatever. Like, sure. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, if you remember, the er, the the movie in the 90s, MC Hammer did an Adam's Family rap. That's right. So Adam's Family and Hip Hop rap. It goes back. They they are intertwined. Yes. Adam's Family are gangster. That's it. They're OGs. Now, Which, I, and from from what you say about it, I feel like that that could have been the monsters. That could have been the monsters completely, and it's funny that I I favor a animated kids movie of the Adams family over a live action Rob Zombie monsters movie, right? Which is very weird. Um, and then we'll see what happens with the Wednesday show that's coming in November, Comes which I'm, out on my birthday. Very nice, November twenty third. Super I, pumped. I'm glad that they decided to push it past Halloween. Yes. Because there's, like, you know how it is, like, I watch a lot of stuff, I'm sure you do. It's almost, it now is the time where all, everybody else is like, oh, it's Halloween time all of a sudden. And I'm like, great, yeah, it's been Halloween for like a month and a half for right. me. Or all year. Yeah. Um, 
but now it's like they're like every i have a list of everything's coming out terrifier 2 is coming out and like smile and halloween ends and what, what else is what else is coming out since let's see i have a whole freaking list here um Jeepers Creepers Reborn. <laughs> There's a new one coming. See, I have a very complicated history with Jeepers Creepers, which we won't get into now. Okay. But good for them. <laughs> it's The plot is, because we were looking up the other day, they're on their way to Horror Hounds Festival, mm. like um, like the Horror Con. As you did. And then, like, and then like something, some hijinks happens, and there's a new creeper. And I'm like, okay. Oh. It, like I think it came out in movie theaters for three days. Which is all it needs. <laughs> and uh, I think it's going to be out soon. So that's coming. Um, Hellraiser in October. Very, very, very excited. For very that. excited for a lady Hellraiser. Yes. A lady pinhead. Well deserved. Because I think, I think I read that Clive Barker originally wanted a female. Yes. Right? So I'm like, okay, let's go. Doug Bradley was great. He's, he's still at all the horror cons. Mm-hmm. Go nuts. Um, and then we got Halloween Ends. VHS 99 is coming out. Which I'm very excited for, and I think the thing I'm excited for the most, well, Chucky season two, yeah, mm-hmm. is the Guillermo del Toro's Cabinets of Curiosities coming to Netflix. I want to see that. Let's... I love Guillermo del Toro, yeah. um, but you mentioned Chucky. Yeah. Love Chucky. The first season was great. was very good. Um, th- there's actually an interesting little tie-in between Chucky season two and Halloween ends. Hmm. So this... This just shows how boring I am. I love reality TV. So I watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. Kyle Richards, who is in Halloween, right? She played in the original movie. She was the little girl. Laurie Strode was babysitting. Right. She's in Halloween Ends and Halloween Kills. Right. Yes. Sutton Strack, who is a housewife on The Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, is going to have a, an appearance in Chucky Season 2. Sutton Strack and Kyle Richards are on the same reality TV show together. Ah, okay. Sutton Strack is friends with Jennifer Tilly. That's how she's getting on the show. Right. Super okay. pumped for both. Um, I don't know why I mentioned that. I just think it's no, a little care. thing that I like to bring up to people to show how interesting I am. Yeah. Um, but back to another real quick thing that I wanted to say about the monsters. It was a comic book movie. Yeah. It was very comic booky. You think about the big set designs, the color choices that they had for the lighting. It was almost like Tim Burton's Batman movies. Agreed. Very comic booky, very colorful, which was nice to look at. But again, it's it was nice to look at. Yeah, and there's like I said, I I love really really corny jokes, and there was just some that I was just like, it's not that I didn't want. To, I was just like, like I got a text and like. Lauren was watching it as well. And she's like, did you finish yet? And I was like, I think so. I hope so. I <laughs> direct quote from my text messages. Um, <laughs> Phil texted me, my husband. Um, he said, how's the movie? And I said, it's just as bad as the review said. <laughs> um, he read me bits and pieces of a review the night before. Yeah. Um, I, I told him not to tell me too much. Right. Just enough. And then he was just like, <laughs> okay, well, tell me when it's over. So I told him, I was like, hey, movie's over. It was way longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Um, the, Rob, buddy. Yeah. What's buddy. The, I have now? been a Rob Zombie apologist for years. <laughs> I love Rob Zombie. I love his movies. I love his music. Yeah. But this, I might not be able to defend it. I don't think I can defend it either, honestly. It's just, 
Yeah, I'm like, I would say watch it to watch it, just to say right. I watched it, and then that's all you really like. I was even like, okay, I'm not gonna buy on Blu-ray right away. I'll wait till it's dropped down in price where mm-hmm. it's like ten bucks. And I was like, $5, maybe, $5, yeah, maybe five. Unless you do a really cool, colorful steel book of it, that would be the only reason. Why. <laughs> and Which, I'll probably never watch it. No, I mean, if he does the steel book, a lot of people will buy it because people like the steel books. Yeah, and that's how he'll make most of his budget back. Probably. I'm like, even if. I wonder how much that deal was he signed for Netflix because he probably got paid a lot of money. And I think what's going to happen is going to be like Texas Chainsaw. Mm. Everybody's going to watch it, mm-hmm. but no, <laughs> no one's going to like it. I'm wondering if if there is a deal, if it does a certain amount, if he has, if he can make more because they're already making a new, new Texas Chainsaw because of based off the popularity of the last one, I'm like... <sighs> how many more of those do we need? I don't know. I think we need another Letterface origin story because there's been like nine, so... No. <laughs> This time, if if they do another origin story, I want him to just be like a disgruntled cashier from Walmart. That'd be great. Why why can't he be? Why does it have to be like they don't even say like oh like like Michael Myers or or Freddy Krueger or like Jason Voorhees? They have this backstory. I don't even know Leatherface's real name, and I've watched it several times. I and think I watched it's Bubba. Like, see, I don't even know. Because he's not in my top like five or whatever, but I'm like I think I know I've watched enough. Heck, I watched the new one. I even rewatched the Texas Chainsaw 3D, which <laughs> it's a really weird. It's a very weird movie. Very Get him, cuz. <laughs> my favorite Leatherface is the pretty woman Leatherface. Oh, of course. That's my favorite Leatherface, yeah. and I want. I. They don't need another origin story. No. They don't need any more Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. I don't know why they did it. It was so bad. You get canceled, bro. When it was like live streaming, that was like the only good part is when he like literally cut everybody up. And if that anything, bus, thank God. we need a 4K remaster of Jason X. Yes, Jason in space. It, see, that's a movie that a lot of people hate it, and like look at it now. I think it's Jason it, takes Manhattan, and Jason X are being appreciated. Now. And Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, of course. Oh, that's classic. Which the monsters will never be. I'm sorry. No, but. it doesn't matter because mm. it's not. There's not things where it's so. It's going to be so bad. It's good. It was so bad. It was just bad. Like there isn't. There may be a couple jokes in there. Yeah, that, but it's just. I don't think it's going to stand the test of time, and it's going to be right up there where like it's going to be remade and reimagined. Here he had all the working pieces. It's just I don't know if it was the acting or this or Netflix. I, we, well, we we don't know. It's just it was too far off the the beating trail. That it just didn't work. Like I guess you can't really screw up Michael Myers. You just give him a mask, you give him a knife, and yeah, kill. And who knows what's gonna happen? This, in this you actually one. have characters that people know, people love, right? Who they connect to. Yeah. You know, I know someone who has a tattoo of Lily Munster on her arm, and like this is going to destroy her mm, yes. because this is not the Lily that we know. Yvonne Carlo, yeah. I believe is her name could be wrong, but the original actress for Lily was a, she was a smoke show. She was great. Right. She was amazing. Sherry moon zombie just kind of just looks like she went to party city and picked up a Lily <laughs> monster costume. Yeah. It was like a shake and go wig and like yeah. a blanket. Pretty much. I I disappointed. Yeah. Glad I watched it so I don't have to watch it again. Right, now it's done. And now Over. we can have Hocus Pocus 2. We can have Friday. Hocus Pocus 2. 
And then, which I will be watching. Um, this is the fun part. I'm, I am going to Monster Mania this, uh, in Maryland this weekend. Ooh. And the stars of, well, Maya Sherry, uh, the, the grandpa and Herman will be at Monster Mania. So I'm wondering. Uh, Don't tell them about oh, I know I won't. But I'm wondering, like, obviously people are going to meet them are going to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, they're, like it's kind of weird that, like, they're going to, like, all these other people doing a VIP and stuff right. like that. It's movies from, like, eons ago. And this mm-hmm. is, like, your movie came out earlier this week and you're there signing autographs so this should be very interesting um you know next year doug bradley's and whoever else you know but uh yeah it's, it's it should be but like i said well, i'll probably see all the i don't think i'm going to see a lot of the new monsters mm. stuff that people are going to make no. you're going to see like you said the old lily and herman <clears throat> and everything like that but i i because i know again from living in the 90s um the monsters were actually pretty popular i think um, so i think they were barbie did a ken and barbie doll version of lily and herman oh wow i didn't even know that yeah and That's they also awesome. did a gomez and a morticia right um this iteration of herman and lily will not be getting barbie dolls no they might get like a dollar tree doll <laughs> but they're not getting a they'll barbie get like doll. like the like the bendable figures or yeah, whatever th- they're this it was a it was an attempt. Yeah, you know it. He the, it, Rob Zombie attempted to capture the charm and the essence of the original monsters, which fell flat. Yeah. Um. And I think where the original shown was they were sort of taking the trope of, you know, all American family and turning it around on their head on its head kind of like what the original adams family did where it was like you know at the time on tv it was oh i hate my wife oh my husband's an idiot yeah at the time that was the humor for a husband and wife but you see the adams family gomez loves morticia morticia is a great mother her you know it's a loving family and of course on the outside they look like the the freaks, the rejects, the outcasts, but yet they're more of a family than... They're more wholesome than the outside world. Right. Which was the charm of the monsters, which Rob just couldn't capture. He focused too much on them being the others. Right. Rather than being a, being human on the inside. Yeah, and I think it's about, that's the best way to put it, really, mm-hmm. is... Like you said, I don't know if the monsters is going to turn into one of those movies. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't feel like it. I, I didn't go like I didn't. Wa- I only want it more because I felt unfulfilled that I yes. need it more. But I didn't need more in what I was watching. I needed what I didn't get. I think it's way better than that. Um, they give the monsters right now a very high twenty nine percent. Ooh, that's really generous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe twenty five. Um. Again, this this movie, The Monsters, um, we'll see, I guess, how yeah. it, how how history will treat it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to treat it like I treat Final Destination 4. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. There's three, and then there's the Final Destination. And that's it. Yes. You want to put it on while you're yeah. cleaning? Yeah. I mean, and, and if anyone has any different opinions, if they think we're to completely wrong it could be i'm open to fighting you in the parking lot yeah <laughs> find me on instagram yeah i was just about to say what um what are you on your social so if people want to follow oh, you and check out so because ins- i know you yeah go ahead. yeah so instagram um i'm at i am matt tv m-a-t-t-i-e-v 
And then I also have, I'm going to plug my shop. Oh, I was, I was just about to say you make I'm, some stuff too. I'm going to do cross promotion on that Instagram. Um, the oh, Vendetta yeah. Emporium on Instagram. It is my crafting shop. I make custom made voodoo dolls. Which are amazing looking. So definitely check them out. Thank you. Um, and I also now make cats. Oh, very cool. I, I make stuffed voodoo doll cats. I think that's. I don't think I've seen that. So like that's actually really interesting because people, my friends have sent me pictures of their cats. Yeah. They've gone out to Michael's and I've bought color coordinated fur and I've just made stuffed cats for them. That is so cool. Yeah. It takes about maybe five episodes of Sailor Moon to make one. Okay. Okay. That's how I tell time in Sailor Moon episodes. Well, why not? Yeah. Um, But yeah, definitely feel free to check me out. I will be doing cross promotion on my Instagrams for saved by the creds. Yeah. Um, and if you don't like my review or my opinions, I will fight you. Yeah, there we go. I love it. Um, but yeah, well, well, thank you again for coming on. Um, I, I had no, I had a feeling like I remember we talked about horror before and mm-hmm. stuff. And then I even mentioned too, like, there's been a couple of times, like we see each other from, we're talking and I was like, I have that shirt. And you're like, I have that shirt. <laughs> like there's a lot of, you know, very similarities, you know? Um, yeah. Thanks again for coming on. I, I'm sure this is, this is the first of quite a few episodes. So we'll definitely have to figure out what we want to do next. Oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah. Thank you for having yeah, no me. No problem. Um, and again, check me out on, um, all the socials at Save by the Cred, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I can get back on Twitter. I've been doing too much. Um, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's just a bunch of people complaining. At mm-hmm. least at least Facebook, you can just at least post stuff and have fun. Oh, I got right. Um, and then check out my personal one at Mattitude Mayhem. I'm going to be at Monster Mania uh, this weekend in Hunt Valley, Maryland. Uh, so I might be posting a lot of cool stuff there. And I haven't posted yet what I did this past weekend. I was at the Beetlejuice play in New York. And it was amazing. So we'll talk about that. Uh, and I'll show you. I'll probably talk about Matt with Matt in a second on that when I get off. So thank everybody. Um, check out whatever next episode is coming up. And I'll see you at the movies.